Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To God be the glory for all that he's doing, all that he's going to do, and all that he has already done, because we serve a mighty good God, and he is so worthy, so worthy to be praised. My name is Minister Tamika Brown. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We bless your holy and righteous name for this opportunity to learn more about you, Lord, and what it means to live a spirit, the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life, God. Help us, Lord, to take these disciplines and apply them, Lord. Help us not just be hearers, but help us to be doers, Lord, and apply what you Speak to us, God. I'm asking you in the name of Jesus to open hearts and open minds to receive the word that will go forth as you minister, as your Holy Spirit teaches and ministers to each one of us. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Speak to each of us. Convict us when you be convicted. Show us, God, 
the things that we need to do, the things that you are telling us to do, God. We love you so much, God. We want more of you, Lord God, and we thank you and we praise you, God, that our hearts are open to receive and do all that you reveal and show for us to do. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you, and we give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. To God be the glory. And we've been talking about the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life, the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life. We've been talking about prayer. Prayer is so vital. Prayer is so important. Prayer is key. is one of those essential disciplines that we need to apply to our lives because we need to be in constant communication with the Lord. It is critical in order for us to know our purpose, to know the plans, to know what to do, to how to handle things, to which way to go. And we got to spend time in prayer to God, with God so we can hear him and know when it's his voice and when it's not his voice. So it's so critical. It is so critical. And so I'm going to read our scriptures for this series. The first one comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Verses 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only of little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. Amen. And our second scripture comes from 1 Corinthians. First. Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. 20, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. Therefore I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air. But I discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Amen. Those are our scriptures for this series, and I pray that you've been, been putting those to memory and putting them to practice as you continue to practice, put these disciplines into practice as well. Amen. We've been talking about prayer, as I said, and we've been, we just finished up on the hindrances, 14 hindrances to answered prayer. I am referencing the book, The Power of Simple Prayer, How to Talk with God About Everything by Joyce Myers, and uh, we just begun last week talking about the 10 keys to powerful prayer, the 10 keys to powerful prayer. We talked about how important it is that when we pray, we want to come with our hearts open to receive, and we need to come with our hearts free from doubt, from disbelief. We need to come with our hearts open to receive what God wants to speak to us. We don't want anything hindering us. We don't want selfish modes. We don't want doubt. We don't want disbelief. We don't want pride. We don't want anger. We don't want any of those hindrances that we talked about over the past months to hinder our, our prayers from going forth. Because when we pray, we want to come knowing that our prayers are reaching heaven and will be manifested on the earth. And so we can't have hindrances that cause our prayers to be, uh, we don't want anything hindering our prayers to be answered. So we've been talking about 10 keys to powerful prayer. Ten keys to powerful prayer. We've talked, we started talking about last week, the first one, 
obey God. Obey God. Obedience. 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 Just as a child, when you grow up as a child, your parents tell you to do this, to do that, and they want you to do it because they tell you to do it, and it's important. And so when God tells us what to do, when God reveals to us what to do, he's telling us because he knows what's best for us. Just like when your parents said, hold hold my hand as you walk across the street when you were younger, they told you that for a reason, for a safety reason. Well, God is our heavenly father. He knows what's best for us. So some he'll tell us, wait, don't go there. Don't do this. He tells us because he knows what's best for us. And he knows what what the purpose he has for our life. He wants to be obe- He wants us to be obedient and do what he tells us to do because he truly knows what's best. He truly knows what is best for each one of us. And obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. And sometimes we talked, last week we talked about that God will ask us to do certain things that will cause us to step out of our comfort zone that won't feel comfortable. But God tells us to be obedient, take that step of faith. And the author, Joyce Myers, talked about last week how God told her that God wanted her to um, quit her job and to start teaching and getting in the Word and studying more. For God had He was gonna he's, He was moving her to do things to be teaching to go around the world. He knows Joyce Myers. She goes around the world and teaches and does conferences. But God was telling her to take those first steps of faith. She didn't know what the next step was, but she took that step of faith because she believed and knew that God would bring her through. She was obedient. She took that first step of obedience. As He took this each step, it took it got her closer and closer, and God prepared her even more and more. And whatever step of faith God is asking you to take, whatever step of faith God's asking you to take in a situation, take that step of faith and believe and know that God will be with you, and he will. He has his hand on you, and he's already gone before you and follow you, but be obedient and do what God is telling you to do, even those small things that don't make sense. Whatever it is, big or small, you need to be obedient to God because when we're not obedient, we're, we're disobedient. We want to be obedient so that we continue to move forward in the things of God because we're not obedient, causes us not causes to miss out on things, causes us not to, to progress as we need to because we haven't been obedient on that first step. So whatever God is showing you, be obedient. Obey God. It is critical. Be obedient to what God tells you to do in his word and what he tells you to do. Amen. And so I'm going to continue talking about obedience and finish up on the first step, the first key, which is to obey God, to obey God. And so the author continues to say, I encourage you to make up in make up your mind that you are going to be extremely, even radically obedient to God. Make up in your mind you want to be extremely extremely, even radically obedient to God. First John 3.22 says, We receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his order. That's First John 3.22. says, We receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders. So we need to be obedient. We need to do what God tells us to do. And we need to do what he tells, commands us to do in his word. It's important. 
So the author continues to say, does that mean we have to be perfect? Does that mean we have to be perfect? Now let's understand that none of us are perfect. None of us are always going to get it right. None of us are going to hit the bullseye each time. But it means we're striving to do better. We're striving to do to get it right. We're striving. And every day, every day that God blesses us, that he puts breath in our lungs to be able to breathe, to give him praise, we need to ask God to help us to be obedient to what he wants us to do, to forgive us when we haven't done all that was right. But it's important that you don't beat up on yourself. Don't don't allow feelings of condemnation and shame to cause you to think you've gone so bad. Don't try to think you had to be so perfect that you missed the mark, if you messed up, that you've gone so wrong, that you don't have another chance. God gives us chance after chance after chance. If you don't if you don't hit the mark the first time, get back up and ask God to show you and reveal and help you be obedient. But don't keep driving, keep moving. Don't beat up on yourself. Don't feel shame and guilt. Shame and guilt and condemnation come from the enemy, and he is a liar. Stand on the word of God and, and get up again and strive to do better the next time. But don't think you have to be perfect because we're all going to miss the mark. We all fall short. But we need to continue to strive towards the mark and become more and more like God. We have to strive to become more and more like God. That every day, that everything we do, we're striving to become more and more like him, to do the things he's told us to do, and to be obedient to his word. Amen. So does that mean we have to be perfect? No. It is true that God in his grace will bless those who make mistakes, but we should not be satisfied to stay the way we are. Amen. That's powerful. We should not be satisfied to stay the way we are. We always should be in a process or in a state of mind that we want to grow and become more and more like Christ. That we want to grow and become more and more like Christ. And to understand that this process, it takes time. Sanctification does not happen overnight, but it takes time. But you should be always striving and having your mind, I want to be more and more like Christ. I don't want to stay the same way I am. I want to grow closer and closer. I want to be more obedient. I need God to help me. I need God to direct me. I need God to show me the way to go. Help me, Lord God. We need to be asking God to help us to grow and become more and more like him. And when we cry out and we call, he will answer us and show us things we've never seen. Amen. So God blesses us even though we are not perfect, but at the same time, our hearts need to be longing for growth and improvement. I don't know about you, but I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to get strong. I want to continue to experience and have all that God has for me. I want that. So I want to continue to grow and improve where I need to improve. I need. To, I want God to show me and reveal to me attitudes and behaviors and things that I need to do, things that I need to, people I need to forgive, things that I need to release. I want God to show me these things so I can grow closer and closer to him. I want to be more like him. And that should be our prayer to become more and more like God. So we need to have that longing for growth and improvement in our life. We cannot we cannot knowingly, deliberately, and habitually sin and then expect God to give us a life filled with his blessings. So it says we cannot knowingly, deliberately, and habitually sin 
and then expect God to give us a life filled with his blessings. If we know something is wrong, we need to, we need to, whatever that thing is that's being disobedient, we need to stop doing it and repent of it and turn the other way and do it God's way, not keep doing it wrong, knowing that it's wrong. We need to ask God to forgive us of of those sins because sin can cause division. Sin can cause separation. We don't want that. We want to stay connected to God. So we need to ask God to forgive us of any sins, anything that does not line up with words, any place we've been disobedient. It's critical that we do that every day. Ask God to show us and reveal to us, cleanse us of any attitudes, anything that's not like him. Amen. So it says we cannot knowingly, deliberately, and habitually sin and then expect God to give us a life filled with his blessing. Our attitude, uh, our attitude excuse me, needs to send God a message that says, I don't want to stay this way. I want to grow. Our attitude, when it's and I'm talking about attitude, not only the way you express stuff or the way you, you, you walk, your attitude, the way you think, the, things, the way you see things, the way you behave, that you want to continually grow. You don't want to stay the same, that you're continually moving and you're continually doing things to get closer and growing and seeking to know him more, to seek his will, to seek his direction, to know the things that he would have you to do, that you are continually growing, that you don't want to stay the same way, but you want to come more like him. Amen. Amen. So that's what I add to me is to send God a message that says, I don't want to stay this way. I want to grow. I want to change. I'm pressing towards the mark while I'm on my way. I know I won't get everything right. But you are so gracious and merciful that I can that I can still believe I can still believe you will bless me while I keep maturing. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Let's say that in your spirit. Say that even now. That says I I don't want to stay the same. I want to grow. I want to change, and I'm pressing towards that mark while I'm on my way. I know I won't get everything right. I know I won't get everything right. But you are so gracious and so merciful that I can still believe you will bless me while I keep maturing. You will bless me while I keep maturing. On, so, Dad, say that to yourself every day that you want to grow, that you want to change. You're going to keep pressing. You're going to, and you know that you don't, you won't get everything right because we're human. But you're going to continue to press to become more and more like God, to grow closer and closer to Him. And as He shows you things and reveals things to you, do those things and be obedient and know that God will be with you. He will show you. He'll reveal to you. Amen. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So on the other hand, if we wallow in disobedience, if we wallow in disobedience knowing we are disobeying God, then we really do not need to be blessed because if God blesses us in the midst of that attitude or behavior, we will not want to change or grow. Wow, that's powerful. On the other hand, if we wallow in disobedience, Knowing we are disobeying God, then we really do not need to be blessed because if God blesses us in the midst of that attitude or behavior, we will not want to change or grow. God wants us to grow. God wants to change us. But we have to be obedient and do what God shows us, reveals us, what he wants us to change, where he wants us to grow. We have to be obedient. We can't be 
disobeying. We need to be obedient to what God tells us to do. It's critical. It's so important to do it God's way because God knows what is best. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. So the author says we hurt ourselves every time we do not obey God. We hurt ourselves every time we do not obey God. For example, if God has told us to go and apologize to somebody and we are too stubborn to say I'm sorry, we are hurting ourselves and negatively affecting our prayer lives. But when we when we do obey God, we position ourselves for answered prayer and great blessings. So listen to that. It says, when we hurt ourselves every time we do not obey God, so every time we're disobedient, we hurt ourselves. If God has put something in your spirit, someone he wants you to forgive, somebody needs to confront, something he wants you to do, and you don't do it, we're hurting ourselves. We're hurting ourselves. We can all think of, I can think of times when God has told me to do this or show me to say this to someone. I haven't done it, but when we don't, when we're disobedient, we're hurting ourselves. So it's, the example is if God has told us to go and apologize to somebody and we are too stubborn to say, I'm sorry, or we're too, have too much pride or we're holding on to it, it's hurting, we're hurting ourselves. Neg- and it's negatively affecting our prayer lives. Because pride is something that can hinder our prayers, anger, unforgiveness. Those things are hindrances to answer prayer. So those things can negatively affect our prayer lives if we're not do, being obedient, doing what God tells us to do. But but that second part. But when we do obey God, we position ourselves for answered prayer and great blessings. So when we do obey God, we position ourselves for answered prayers and great blessings. Just look at what the Bible says about the good things that come to those who obey. Those who sin but have a repentant attitude, those who sin but have a repentant attitude can be blessed. We must admit our sins. We must admit our sins. We must admit that we've done wrong. We must admit that we we didn't do what we were supposed to. We must admit that we were disobedient. Confess them. Confess what we did. Tell God exactly what we did that 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 was disobedient to him. And then be willing to turn from them, meaning you repent of that and you turn and do it God's way. We have to do that. We have to. However, if people love their sin and are unwilling to turn from it, they will live under God's chastisement until they see the light. So it says if a person is unwilling to do that, then they'll live under God's chastisement. Under, until they see the light, and that means the light of truth of what they have done, of how they have been disobedient, and when they're ready to admit and confess and repent and turn from that behavior. Some scriptures that uh, on this on the subject of obedience it says, "Now therefore, if you will obey my voice and truth and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own." Kill your possessions and treasure. Now, therefore, if you obey my voice in truth and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own peculiar possession and treasure. Exodus 19.5. The next one is obey, I mean, observe and obey all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and your children, 
after you forever. When you do what is good and right in the sight of the Lord, your God, obey and I mean, observe and obey all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and your children after you, after you forever, when you do what is good and right in the sight of the Lord, your God. Deuteronomy 12, 28. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the works of your hands and the fruit of your body and in the increase of your livestock and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which is written in the book of the law, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, Deuteronomy 30, 9, and 10. And the last one is, if they obey and and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy. Job 36, 11. And the next, I'm sorry, it's two more. Obey my voice and I will be your God. Obey my voice and I will be your God. And you shall be my people and walk in the way that I have commanded you, that it may go be well with you. If you keep my commandments, you, I'm, I'm sorry, in Jeremiah 7:23 was that scripture. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. John 15, 10. So those are, that's about obedience. That's about obedience. We got to be obedient to what God tells us to do. We have to be obedient because we want all that God has for us. And we don't want anything causing division or hindering our prayers from being answered. Whatever God tells you to do, do it. What he shows you in his word, what he tells you, what he puts in your spirit, ask God to show you, to give you direction, to give you clarity, to lead you and guide you in all truth. Seek the Lord for everything and ask God. Be obedient to what God has shown. Whatever he's been showing you, even at this moment, whatever God has been showing you to do, do it and be obedient and trust God. Trust God to always lead you and direct you down the right path. I just wanted to give you those scriptures one more time, and I would encourage you to meditate on those during the week. The first one is Exodus 19.5, Exodus 19.5, Deuteronomy 12.28, Deuteronomy 12.28, Deuteronomy 39 and 10, Deuteronomy 39, verse 9 and 10. Job 36.11, Job 36.11, Jeremiah 7.23, Jeremiah 7.23, and John 15.10. John 15.10. I encourage you to read on those scriptures and ask God to bring light and to meditate on those scriptures and ask God to show you places you may need to be more obedient, where you've been disobedient, where you need to repent, where you need to ask for forgiveness. It's so important. It's so important for us to be to obey God in every area of our life. And obedience it cause, will cause us to comfort zone, cause us to, it may not feel comfortable. When you do it God's way, when you do it God's way, we can always know we'll stay on the right path and keep going forward in the Lord. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this precious time. We thank you for this, for your teaching, for your word that went forth, God. We pray that the scriptures that went forth this evening, that they'll be ministered, they'll meditate, they'll, they'll just marinate in our spirits, God, that we'll apply them, Lord God, that we'll be obedient 
to everything you show us and reveal to us, God. We love you so much, God. We want to please you. We want, we want you to get the glory out of our lives, God. We want to be obedient and get all, and, have, and, and just and continue to do what you have called us to do, called us to do, because we love you so much, God. We want to continue to move forward in all that you have for us, God. So show us anything that's not like you. Open our hearts and our minds, God, to do as you tell us to do, Lord God to forgive those people, to show us those things that we need to do, those places we need to go. Help us, Lord God, to do it your way, God. Help us, Lord God, to do it the way you have told us to do it, Lord God. We want all that you have for us, God. We love you so much. We love you so much, God. Bring to our members anything we need to do, Lord God, and help us to do it, Lord, according to your will and according to your way. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, I thank God for each one of you. I thank God for all he's doing in your life. I thank God for what he's going to continue to do. And I pray that you will continue to join E3 Ministries for the Real Talk where we come together every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I thank God for each one of you. Again, my name is Minister Tamika Brown. This is E3 Ministries. Have a blessed evening and have a blessed week. God bless you. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.